Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering. It's getting to Christmas. So we have to have a feeling of Christmas. How many are getting the feeling of Christmas? Hallelujah. Lift your hand and just ask God to help you to be an overcomer in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your great blessing, your great power that is transmitted to our lives at this time. We are truly grateful, O oh God, for blessing us teaching us your holy word. We are thanking you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Bless us and speak to our hearts tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Right. Tonight we are looking at um, overcoming at the brook of Cherith. All right. The Brook of Cherith is a place that Elijah was sent to. All right? But to overcome means to defeat something. It means to overcome. It means to beat or conquer or master a problem. It means to overwhelm the enemy. It means to overthrow your enemy. It means to subdue something that is fighting you. I see you subduing your enemies. And when your enemy is subdued, he's quiet. Sometimes at a soccer match, one group is on this side and the other group is on that side. And you can see one group is subdued. Because they've scored you one nil, two nil, three nil. Is that not so? When Ghana was recently playing against... Uh, is it Benin? They are scored as two nil. We were subdued. But then we overcame. And we scored four goals. And we were no longer subdued. But they were rather subdued. Hallelujah. It means to rout somebody. We, we routed Benin. Ghana routed Benin in that match. It means to deal with a problem. Or a handicap successfully. Amen. I see you dealing with your handicap successfully. Whatever handicap you came into the world with. God is helping you to deal with it successfully. Whatever problem there is in your life based on a certain situation that has come up in your life, God is going to help you to deal with it successfully. Amen. 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 Right. The next one is to gain superiority. How many want to gain superiority? I see you gaining superiority over the enemy. Amen. 
the next one is to get the better of something all right it means to vanquish to subjugate to wipe the floor with something may you wipe the floor with your enemy's dresses hallelujah the next one means to make mincemeat of something i see you making mincemeat of your enemy your enemy will be part of your corn beef stew that you are eating because he will be turned into corn beef you know recently they came out with a study on cancer and they were saying that a processed meats and processed foods generally are not very healthy you know because you see when you see something like corned beef you can't tell exactly which enemies have been added to the beef the corned beef that is where that expression came from to make mince meat of your enemies could it be that at times when you are eating your corned beef stew certain enemies are in the stew but you don't know forgive it means to bring somebody to their knees ah may your enemies be brought to their knees it means to render powerless to be victorious over to render helpless so wherever you are sent to there will be right uh, something that you must render powerless amen Amen. to be victorious over to triumph over and to prevail over Amen. amen now today i want to share with you about overcoming at the brook of Cherith. And I want you to turn to 1 Kings chapter 7. This is a very short, one of the shortest you ever had. 1 Kings chapter 17. You all know the story of Elijah. But it starts with this story. Now Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord the God liveth, of Israel lives, before whom I stand, surely there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word unless i say so then the word of the lord came to him saying go away from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook of cherith which is east of the jordan and it shall be that you will drink of the brook and i have commanded the ravens to provide for you there so he went and did according to the word of the lord for he went and lived by the brook cherith which is east of the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he would drink from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came unto him saying, Arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Zidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath, when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow was there gathering sticks. And he said to her, Please give me a little water in a jar that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, As the Lord that God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in the bowl and a little oil in a jar. Behold, I am gathering a few sticks that I may go in and prepare for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Then Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a little bread cake. 
from it first and bring it out to me. And afterward, you may make one for yourself and for your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bowl of flour shall not be exhausted, nor shall the jar of oil be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. So she went and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and her household ate for many days. And the bowl of flour was not exhausted, and neither did the jar of oil become empty, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake through Elijah. Amen. Amen. Very briefly tonight, um, the first thing that I want you to realize is that Elijah was sent to a strange place to live. So if you are a missionary or, or, or you are somebody whom God loves and chooses to send, right, don't be surprised. It's nothing new to be sent to go and live by the brook of Cherith. In fact, when Jesus spoke of John the Baptist, he said there was no one greater. And when Jesus spoke of John the Baptist, he said, John the Baptist had the spirit of Elijah. So John the Baptist has the spirit of the greatest kind of prophet or servant of the Lord that we can have. Yeah. And Elijah has the spirit of the greatest. You get it. And it's that spirit, right, which is commanded to do these kind of things. Yeah. If you are very great, God will send you to strange places. If you are great, God will send you to strange places. Amen. Amen. You know, you can't send anybody anywhere. There are some people when you send them, they will come up with so many problems with the place that you send them. You get it? They will complain about hardships. They will complain about difficulties. They will complain so much. So with experience, I do not just send anybody anywhere. It's the highest kind of person that you send to the brook of Cherith. Yeah. Only the highest kind. Yeah. It's only the highest kind. The Elijahs, the John the Baptists, and the highest kind that you can send to certain places. Pastor Patrick is one of the highest kinds. That is why he has been sent to the north. And that is why he's still there. And that is why he survived there. Because any lesser type of complainer will not survive there. He would have come back long ago. You see, recently I was discussing about a particular place that I needed to send somebody. And all sorts of names came up. When they mentioned this name, I said, no, this person is very eager, very zealous, but he has not been t- tested. Yeah. And so many names kept coming up, but each name that came up could not be sent. Even though they were eager, 
and they were zealous because the place that I was going to send them was a brook of cherry. <laughs> there are places in the spirit called the brook of cherry. When you get there, you have arrived at the brook of cherry. It's a wild place. And it's not about anointing. It's not about church growth. There are some places God sends you just to survive. You, 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 it's not every mission which brings about the growth of a church. Yeah. It's not every mission that brings about the growth of a church. There are missions that are beachheads. Beachhead is where you are coming from the sea and there are guns on the shore and you are coming from the water and you are trying to land on the beach. Right? And establish what they call a beachhead. A head on the beach from which you can go into the land. And that is why in England uh, and in Europe, they have a day called the D-Day. The day that the rest of the world, which is England and America, invaded Europe with ground troops to try to overthrow Hitler, who was in Germany. But they had to come from the shore but they didn't have to, they had, Hitler had overtaken Germany, France, Italy. Everybody was under the control of Germany. So the only three people were England and America. And, and that is why, for instance, recently in the Gulf War and so on, the Americans were saying that when you, France, you were under oppression, we gave our young men, we flew them from America, came and sent them to die to save you. And when America is under attack, and we say, send your people to come and fight with us, you wouldn't want to come. This is part of the history of the, of the problem. Are you understanding? But in order to enter Europe, they had, to, they had to go on the shore. And there were only a few places where you could come on the shore. And so the, the mission involved bringing thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of soldiers to land on the beach with their two legs and with guns. And meanwhile, on the beach front, Germany is expecting the invasion. So they have machine guns of all kinds. Long, short, whatever. And they are just, they're just sitting there. Really, if you are bold, come and land here. So today, many of the beaches where they swim and they have holidays and they have whatever, there, there was a lot of bloodshed there. They, they show it sometimes on the History Channel. It, they call it, they, they have a short clip that they show where you stand. <laughs> they show a lady swimming with her child playing, then they just reverse the scene to the dead soldiers and the people that were killed. Because Anybody who lands on, they're just like that. that. So there are some missions, by the end of that day, they succeeded. And they just succeeded to virtually be there with thousands and thousands and thousands of Americans and British soldiers dead. They knew that almost all the people they sent would die. But once they establish it, then they can now go towards Berlin. That's a beachhead. 
And there are some missions. It's not about bringing about a lot of church growth, this one to grow, anointing something. It's to survive at a place. When the missionaries came to Ghana, they didn't bring about much church growth. They only survived in Ghana. They established a beachhead and put Christianity somehow on the map. And then they died. Some died after a few weeks. Some died after three months. Some died the longest, two years. But after that, and several of them died, but Christianity had entered the country. We can't take it back. That's how come we are all here by people who could be sent to a brook of Cherith. He said, there I have commanded ravens to feed you. So, very few people have the ability to overcome in such a place. Some people are good as lay pastors. Oh, yeah. They do well as lay pastors, but if, if they are employed by the church and given some money by the church that this is your pay, hey, you'd be surprised what would come out of the same person who was smiling with you as a lay person and very happy in the church for many years. Almost all orangus and problem makers and chorus. Do you know Cora? Yes. A Cora is a person who arises against existing leadership. When, when there is an existing leader, <laughs> they, they rise against the existing leader. That was Korah. He rose up against Moses. And they questioned the existing leader. And accused him of so many things. That's a Korah. Amen. Are you listening to me? So, Korahs are often created by paying them salaries. As soon as you pay salary or you give him a car which has developed a problem. There is a problem with the chassis or a problem with the carburetor. What Korah will tell you, you will be surprised at. Is the same person who was happily in the church as a lay person. A Korah is someone who rises against what? Existing leadership. <laughs> Some people can do well as lay people. But when you send them to the brook of Cherith, you'll be surprised at what? So, you need to become someone who can overcome in such a place, even overcome the thoughts in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine what would occur to you. I've left my wife and look at where I'm living in the, by the brook of cherry. So the, the first, I'm just giving you five or six points, is number one, God decides where his servant will live. Amen. And you have to accept it. It's God who decides. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hands, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. Amen. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, God is the decider. And when God has decided, this is where you must be. Yes. You must overcome in the place he has chosen for you. Yes. Wow. 
You must overcome in the place. Elijah did not turn into a beast because he was sent to the brook of Cherem. He was, he was told, breakfast will be brought by ravens. Supper will be brought by these same birds. But he was there and he overcame. That's why we are reading the story today as a teaching. We survive in Kolegono. But many of you here, if you were sent to a place like Kolegono, which is the decision of God, when Bishop Duncan Williams came up to the church, he looked over the community and he said, there is no 20th century building here. <laughs> and he said to me, you have to leave this area. He constantly told me that I had to leave the area. That it, there was not a, it was not a, a good place. And he, he often marveled at the way we were able to overcome there. But anytime, you know, when an older person says something, you just have to listen to what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, don't, you just keep quiet and listen because you don't know how you can even move. Yeah. How to move, you don't know how. <laughs> and what can make you move. So something else came to move us. But I can tell you one good thing. That as long as we were by the brook of Cherry, we drank the waters of the brook. We had homecoming right there. We were happy there. We were blessed there. No complaints. We hosted people. We, we held meetings for all kinds of international guests right there. Some of us, the complaining is deep in us. And one of the ways you can see is where you are working now, how you speak. Yes, sir. How you talk at your current workplace. You think you won't talk like that if you work in the church. You think that when you work in the church, you will not speak in the same way as when where you are speaking. Yeah. Oh, Bishop, it's my father. How can I complain in the church? That's why some of you, we are afraid to employ you. And especially somebody who earns a lot of money. When we see you are coming to the church to work, we are afraid. We will not lie to you. We say that, hey, can you be here? Because even if you are very high at your bank or where you are working, in the church you are very low. Because some of us have been here for 15 years. You have been following a career in the world for 15 years. Why is it that when you come and work in the church, you should now bypass those who have come to make their career in the church for so many years since they were this old? You have just come after creating for yourself a fortune in the world. When you come, you want to be also on top of us. Why, why is that? We don't, we don't understand it. We don't understand why. Yeah. If you can explain why with diagrams. We can accept it. When you come, you, you start like a student. And there's nothing we can do about it. We can't change it just for you. Yeah. There are people since they left school. This is where they have worked. Yeah. Pastor Ko is a good example. And myself, me, after me, I have not worked anywhere before. It's only in the church. This church I've worked here all my life. Yeah, we've been drinking these brook waters. 
you have gone to drink other rivers, not brooks, rivers. For 23 years, now you are coming as an elderly man and you want to gain superiority over everybody who is there. And against the existing leadership. (laughs) It cannot be. It cannot be. So a person who is really called must accept God's decision of where he has chosen for you to be. Yeah. Even in the secular world, they can transfer. I know somebody was working in Tema. Then he was working, doing very well. I used to see him on television. One of our pastors. Then suddenly I saw that he had been transferred to Tema. Attack ready. Then after that I saw that he had been moved again to somewhere else. I mean, anywhere. They decide. If a human being can decide where you should live, do you think God cannot decide? Be here? Or be there? Why? God decides. God chooses where people must be. And you have to accept it. Whatever is there. But I tell you, it's only the highest order who can stay at certain places. That's why some of you cannot be sent. Because when we send you, the kind of letters you write to us, the kind of even, some people, when they write, they even warn the people in the office. They warn them. They, they warn them. They issue warnings. Warnings are issued by email, by text. Rude, rudeness. You see rudeness in the text. Tongues of sharp tongues like knives. Just because we sent you somewhere or you are representing us somewhere. You see that you, 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 you may say you have another, but you see that you cannot survive at a place. Yeah. Yeah. And you will be talking and saying that you don't know the conditions we are experiencing there. By the way, this is not a normal church service. So those of you who are thinking we are talking about how to, we're talking about ministry, things about the church and becoming a missionary and so on. So if he, I don't know why you came there, I'm talking about serious, advanced things. Uh, it's not about just normal. Christianity. <laughs> because I don't know whether I'm talking to the right people. I don't know who is here tonight. <laughs> is it the right people? <laughs> I hope it's the right, it's the, the right group. And the way you are quiet on me, I don't know. It's working, it's working. God decides. Amen. Amen. Number two, God decides where his servants will minister. He decides where they will live. And then he decides where they will minister. You see, the Bible says, Then he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook of Cherith. So he lived there and he did what God wanted him to do there, which was basically to survive. There is a mission called a survival mission. Survive. Hardships. Difficulties. And there are a lot of people, they will undergo hardships for themselves. But when the church has sent them, because they don't have Elijah spirit. One day I sent one of my missionaries, so he went. 
And then when, whilst he was away, his wife had a baby. And I came to the church and I said, I am sure there are people here who have said and spoke. And I'm speaking against chorus. Those who speak against existing leadership. I know them. They are, they are in the church. Some are here. Some are watching me by television. I'm talking to you. Devils. Listen to me carefully. I said to them, I said there are people here who have criticized me for sending this missionary even when his wife was pregnant. When the bank is transferring, do they look at you, you, the bank transferred you. Did they look at whether your wife was pregnant? Were you here when your wife gave birth? You were not here. You sent messengers to go and see, see to her being delivered. When a backless bank can send you to do that. Nobody will speak. Even your parents and others will not talk about it. But in the church, when we send you, then you will see mouths with double forked tongues, snakes and vipers in the church with mouths able to speak against the work of God. Watch them. Devils in the church. Mark them and avoid them. Dangerous people. So I came to the church and I said, some people have criticized me for that. But you should watch when people want to have American citizenship. They send their wives to go there. Seven months, six months. They go and stay there alone to tell lies and deliver all alone. They don't even know where their wives are. That one is not a problem. Parents will not say anything about it. Aunties will not complain. Nobody will say that because it's for American green card. Through, through deception and through lying and through, through not, not paying the right bills that you have to pay. That one is not a problem. But when we send you to the mission field, you have a mouth to open to speak against existing leadership. God is the one who decides. That's why we don't want people to come and work in a church every day. You say, my mother said this. My grandmother is against this. My auntie says this. My uncle is this. Look, the church, don't don't come. If your mother and your father, stay with them. Stay with them and look after them. That's all. Yeah. Number three. God provides for his servants in little bits. Little bits and pieces. <laughs> he said, I have commanded ravens to feed you. In the morning and in the evening, the ravens will not bring enough for one day. They will bring enough for the morning. Notice, in the, the a message Bible says that they will bring breakfast and they will bring supper. <laughs> yeah. No lunch. I said no lunch. And you see people in the Bible school when they give you two meals a day. Then you see an uprising. People who speak against the existing leadership. Devils. from the brook. I have ordered the ravens to feed you. There 
ministry if you don't want to be fed in little bits. Don't come. And if you don't want any kind of a hardship, don't come. Okay? That's why it's good to come young. Because by the time when you are young, you can withstand a lot of things. Yeah. As you get older, it's like you are too developed for such things. The next one is, and I've almost finished. God provides in a way that you cannot see the future. You can't see the future. 
how is things going to be in the future? Pastors are supposed to live really from little, little offerings. Somebody gives you an offering. Gifts, offerings. You can't, ravens yeah. and widows. This chapter is about ravens and widows looking after pastors. Some people come to church and say, why there's so many poor people in the church and they're all you looking, uh, looking after this pastor and the pastor looks well. In the Bible, widows and ravens were looking after Elijah. That's it. So bridles, God provides in such a way that you wouldn't know what's coming up here. When I came into full-time ministry, I didn't know whether my children would go to school. How will they go to school? Where will they go to school? So what will be their future? It's a good message. Will I be able to ever own a house? Can I, where would I live? So if I die, what will happen to my wife? How, how, what, what about my children? What will happen to them? So can I, will I get a car? Because the car I had, my father bought for me. Would I, would I have a car? When this car gets spoiled, can I buy a car? After the car is spoiled, God provides for you in little bitty bits. That's why I said that it's not about anointing or church growth. It's about a kind of mature, stable mind which understands how things go and how things work. That is the kind of person who can be sent. Oh, Bishop, I really want to. I'm going to serve the Lord. In fact, I've decided that. There are some people, when you send them, you are just sending trouble. You are sending trouble and the trouble will be so far. All you want to do is return to the house. Return to sender. So let God stabilize your heart. And it's not even about what you say. I remember working with some people. One guy, he had been worked in the secular world. And so he came to say, you know, even in the secular world, you know, we do this, we experience this, we experience that. When he, it was time to implement what he was saying, and it was being implemented, then he, he himself came. You understand when I say himself? The beast. The beast. There is a beast in every, every beauty. Every beauty has a beast. My, my is be- the beast in beauty, not beauty and the beast. There is a beast in every beauty. And when the beast comes out, so let God work on your heart so that you tell yourself, I'm prepared to have nothing. I'm prepared to have nothing. I will have nothing. Amen. And if you don't have that mind or that heart, don't bother. Don't, don't look at me and say, oh, Bishop is driving a nice car. I'm going to drive a nice car. No way. No way. Do you know how I got the car? Do you know how I got the car? Huh. Uh, don't use me to measure yourself. Don't use, one, one guy went to stay in one of our pastor's house and he saw the pastor eating an egg and a bread and he said, you know, himself came. He said, I've seen how I'm going to be like in the future. He said, I've seen how I will be like in the future. How do you know you'll be like that in the future? 
you are having dreams. Don't think about physical things. You want to serve God. Serve Him and give your life and know that I'm, I'm finished. I'm doomed. Don't go and live by the brook of cherry. What will happen to you? God provides in little bit. You can't see the future. But it's interesting. When people go and work at places which also they can't see the future, they can't see that they can't see the future there. I can mention to you companies and banks which have closed down since the church began. And I've seen people following different careers and it has not ended up in any good place. That's one, they will not say that they can't see the future. But when it comes to the church, we can't see the future, especially for our daughter. You see, our daughter is the only one that we have. We have three boys, but only one daughter. So for our daughter to marry somebody with this uh, missionary uh, mentality, it's a very difficult thing for us. This is a missionary church. We believe in dying for Christ. We believe in going to brooks of cherry. We believe in going to desert, wilderness. We believe in going to the hardest and furthest corner. Today I was informed about a place. There's a, there's a place in Ghana called Overseas. Yeah, there's a place called Overseas. Yeah, it said that, that that's a very wild. Most of the people there are blind. It's called Overseas. There's, there's a water there. That is very big. When I heard it, I said, oh. It's a place for us to go. Is it powerful? Overseas in Ghana. (laughs) The next one, the brook can dry up even though God sent you there. Even though God said, go and drink from here, the thing that God told you to go and do can change and it can not work. Maybe it won't work at a point. Yeah, the brook can dry up. Elijah was asked, this is your water source. And the brook that he was sent to dried up. You see, this is why it's important to stay close to God. But some people, they want to listen to God once. It's like you meet your wife and you tell her, I love you. Like one brother, he was, his wife was starved of hearing and receiving the love. So he asked, so, but I told her when we entered a relationship about 15 years ago, I told her that I loved her. So what else does she want to know? For life. Accept it as a message for life. Now, and he has not changed his mind. If I've changed my mind, I don't love you. I'll tell you that once I've been told you anything new, you have to accept that what I've told you is what there is. I I told you some time ago, that is what it is. I've not changed my mind. If I change my mind, I'll inform you. Forgive, would you like to have such a person? Even though God sent you there, it can change. There are two types of pastors in this church. There are pastors who listen to preaching. And maybe three or four. Don't, some don't listen to the tapes much. Especially when they are appointed as pastors. 
they, they, they think they know. They are like uh, Saul, Sauline pastors. <laughs> Samuel said, I regret. I regret making you. The Lord regrets making you a king. Then number two, there are those who listen to messages. They receive what we call the doctrinal word. I mean, like maybe they get a pack of tapes. So want to listen to this pack. You get it? And that's, that's another type. Then there's another type. They listen to the, a pack of tapes or a set of CDs. But then there's another type, and there are few. They always want to listen what happens every week. Yeah. Even though they are far away, they want every time they want to hear. Those type of people are different. Those ones, they are closer even to my heart. When I meet them, I know. Yeah. I know instantly. As soon as I sit in their presence, I know, I know them and they know me. They may be as far as where, but as soon as I sit with them, I know that they are with me. Yeah. You see, because a heart beats like this and it's moving this way. And see, that's why, that's why God said about David, I love David. He's a man who is devoted to me and who follows me, who is after my heart. He's following after what I want. It's not that I, I don't want to build a house and he wants to build a house. Just doing good things. But his heart is following. So, that, so that, that's, that's what causes the difference between different types of ministers. There are people who are close to the heart of God. There are ministers who are announcing, they are standing on stage and announcing, God is going to bless you when judgment is just about to come. They are announcing, behold the Lamb of God. Meanwhile, what is coming is a lion. It's a lion coming from here. And they are announcing, behold the Lamb of God. And the lion is walking right in. They are not in step with God at all. They just have their doctrines and the Bible, but their heart is out of step with God. The fact that God said, go and drink by the brook of Cherith last one and a half years does not mean that that's what he's saying today it does not mean that god is saying drink from the brook of charity today as long as you become disconnected you never know you 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 even start blaming god god sent me here i'm going to die here you you'll be fasting without water you'll be lying i believe i receive water i believe i receive water I believe I receive water in the name of Jesus. I command the brook to revive. In Jesus' name, declare, flow. And, and, and it's not coming. You are disconnected. The fact that you heard him yesterday, that's why I see my own children in the Lord. They are, they, they are with me, but they are disconnected from my heart. Even right here in the Kodesh. Because they can't flow with the waves of what is happening. It's true. So you have to learn how to be somebody who wants always to listen. One day I went to one of the dioceses. I told the pastor, I said, oh, a whole set of pastors, they, they, they line up for me to talk to them. When I look at their faces, I said, I wouldn't talk to these people. They don't even listen. They don't listen. I said, I said all of you don't listen to this. So, after some time, they asked me, how do you know we don't listen to? I said, I know. I just talk. Just within 60, count up to 60, I know. So then I started to ask them, do you, do you, do you? None of them, the whole diocese. They don't listen. They don't flow. 
much more before you listen to the current ones. There are people, as I'm preaching now, within a few seconds, they will know what is going on. Just as a matter of news and information and what is happening. So their hearts are trying to follow closely. The fact that God said, go to the brook of Cherith. I'm sure there are some people, somebody like Pastor Charles Sapari, who is dead. You know, he died some years ago. If he was to rise from the dead and see healing Jesus crusade, he would be surprised. Because when he died, there was nothing like healing Jesus crusade. When he died, there was nothing like the Kodesh. We had miracle wave conventions there. Yeah. You just have to step out for a few minutes and see that there's a wave going in this way. So there are people here, their hearts are far. They are at the brook of Cherith. Now, instead of drinking, they are with they are they are digging boreholes at the brook of Cherith. Because they are insisting that until they die, they are going to drink water from this particular place. Now God has changed his mind. He said, now I've decided to move to widows. I want widows to do the work now. Yeah. Anybody here, whoever is going to be sent on the mission field, always remember, this is the difference between the two. And the second type cannot be a good ambassador. The one who doesn't want the current. But very soon he's disconnected from you. Very soon he's out of touch. Very soon he's a bad ambassador. One day I sent somebody. I was, I was somewhere and I needed him to bring me a bag. Urgently. And I needed the bag to do some important work. So I said, bring the bag. And he didn't know where I was. I said, I'll guide, I'll guide you. So just start moving with the bag into this area. As he was coming, his battery went off. So he came into the area where I was. I was a few meters away from him, but he could not see me and I could not see him. He wasted my time and I, and I couldn't get what I needed. And I thought to myself, which kind of person that you send that you cannot communicate with? A person that you send that you are disconnected with? In the, an Elijah that you sent to a brook of charity and he has switched off his phone. In, in the brook. When I've changed the whole thing to, to, to windows, I've changed the whole plan completely. I'm not using rivers anymore. Wow. I've switched completely to, 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 to uh, what do you call it? To, to windows. Yes. It's my new plan that I've invented. Yeah. Uh, his, 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 his phone is off. I be, I, at the point, I, the insults were coming into my head and I had to use the Holy Spirit to control the insults. <laughs> to overcome the, the, the words that were coming to my head. In fact, I had even forgotten how to insult people. I was thinking to myself, if you want to insult somebody, what word can I use? Because <laughs> it's a long time since I insulted somebody, about, about 30 years ago. Ah, ask the person next to you, what kind of person they send you, you your phone is off. Your, 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 your battery is off. Your phone is off. You've turned off your phone. Eh? The first command we send can never sustain you to the end. Only this thing is the reason why there are so many missionaries. I wish I can withdraw them. Yeah. Just 
They were here some years ago, and they switched off their phone. We've changed it completely. The brook is dried, and it's time to move on. Now, the next one. Then the Lord said, go to Zarepta. I have commanded. Okay. Now, the next thing is that you must never be tired of being transferred. Especially in this church. (laughs) Because Elijah was at, by that time, Elijah has invested in chicken farming (laughs) at the brook of Cherry. I mean, what do you think he was doing there all day? Do you not think he would build a house and stabilize himself there? Because this is where God has sent him to. Now, a word has come, move again. Move to another place. Move to a new department. When you are an Elijah, you see, I'm talking about the highest kind of person you can ever send. This is the highest kind. You can send him anywhere. You can change things. You, you, don't, you, you have to be flexible when you are working in the household. Somebody came to work here for some time. She said, there's one thing that I've learned about working here is flexibility. She said that I am so rigid. The one thing that I've learned is just, uh, you are, when you are here, Charlie, tomorrow they can call and say, you know something? Move. To this place. Yeah. 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 Elijah didn't lift his hand and curse the Lord God. Cursed be the Lord. Who has, I've seen my farm and my, uh, my house and my chickens. And my, uh, I got a beloved around this same area. Now when I am transferred, how can I see the beloved? Are you going to curse the Lord? Huh. Mercy. Let my mouth be clean in Jesus' name. Transfer. Go here. Can you be moved? Some of you even at your workplace, when they move you, you should see the things that you say. Say, eh. Maybe you, maybe you are a fanti, and then the person who has transferred you, or the, the person is an airway. Hey! The things that you say. They don't like me. He wants to bring his, his family members here. Is that not how people talk? There is a guy, one time he wanted to work in the church. By the way, three reasons why I didn't want him to work in the church. The first reason, do you want to know the reasons why I didn't want him? He really wanted wanted to work in there, and he wanted us to pay him, and I resisted paying him and employing him for years until he finally evaporated from the system. The first reason was, he went to work at the Forex Bureau. And when he was working at the Forex Bureau, he said so many bad things about the Forex Bureau owners. That's the first reason. The second reason is that he went to work at a pharmacy shop. And again, he said so many, this man is not straightforward. He's this. How do you know whether he's straightforward or he's not? You are at the cashier, just at the cash machine selling drugs. How do you know that he's straightforward and he's not straightforward? And the third reason why I refused to employ is that he went to work at a computer 
company. And there, again, he had a lot to say. So I said, this man, when I bring him to the church, he will have too much to say. He will rise up against existing leadership. <laughs> be ready to be transferred. That's why some of you shouldn't come to be full-time at all. Work in the bank. Never apply to work in the church. Hey, you cannot. You cannot stay here. Hey, here there is no stability here. There's no future. It's ravens. Windows. These are what we have. There's nothing to see in the future. Don't let your child work here. Don't bring your child to the church. Prevent your child from coming. Protect him very tie a chain to the leg. Keep them away from the house of God for their security and for their future. Yeah. So we cannot guarantee anything. And you may be in Accra today, tomorrow you'll be in Mali. Maybe in Mali tomorrow, the next day you'll be in New York. You can't tell. I said you can't tell. Devils. When I transfer somebody, you are criticizing that I've transferred a person. Are you not a devil? When God was transferring Elijah and you criticize Elijah as he struck, he said, but where are you going again? You were formerly at a Tishbite, you were a Tishbite man. You've come here, you settled one and a half years, two years. Where are you going again? You are not stable. You are not a stable person. Who is your boss? One day I transferred somebody. Then he went and met uh, someone else. People who speak against existing leadership. And the person said, why did you go when you were transferred? Mercy. If it was me, I wouldn't have gone. Mercy. Why should you do this? Why, 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 why? Watch, watch now. I'm coming to transfer. Most of the pastors you see, I'm about to rotate them. <laughs> Not see them. Geos, pastors, oh, we are going, I'm, going to, I'm coming to shuffle the whole system. Yeah. Ash. I'll mix all the meat in the soup like that. <laughs> if you don't like it, out. We are here not to secure ourselves or to make anything better. You see, let me tell you something. Everybody has what he can do. And sometimes what you can do is finished. The next person must come and take us forward. I've transferred myself from the church. I was a pastor here. I realized that what I can contribute, I've contributed it. Yeah. So I've moved on. Yeah. I've applied it to myself. I myself saw that I was failing. I saw myself that I was failing. Yeah. I could see. See, people can't see themselves. I saw myself I was failing. Yeah. I realized my mind was not on the church. My mind was on so many other things. I realized that I need to, I need to step by somebody whose mind. When I, when I, when I talk to Bishop, he knows everybody's house. He knows everybody's name. I don't know the people. I asked myself, is that a, is that a real pastor? 
A shepherd knows the sheep by their name. Anybody who calls himself a pastor, you don't know your members' names. You better clear out from that position before we come and sack you ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you are a pastor of a church. You don't know the names of the people in the church. What are you doing there? What are you doing in the church? You don't know their names. You have to know names of people. And I've been looking at every day they are introducing new people to this one is from this one is from. This. I said, oh, what kind of pastor am I? I realized that I have to transfer myself. So I transferred myself to crusade department. <laughs> oh, you don't understand my message. Yeah. When I've transferred myself, I'm, I'm transferring you Ugo. Recently, I went, but I transferred all of them. I said, out. Out. He said, thank you, Bishop. <laughs> because their spirits are good spirits. Yeah. All of them, I transfer all of them. You, very soon, you see they are there. Where you know them to be there, they will not be there. In a few months, you see, the whole system will be different. When you go to this church, say, ah, who are you? Say, I am he who has been sent here to be in the church. And finally, at the brook of Cherry, eh, you will discover how, who God has commanded to help you. Because Elijah said, go. God told Elijah, go. I have commanded a widow to help you. How would you know the people who are supposed to help you? When Elijah came, he asked the woman, give me some water. And she started to flow. When you see people flowing, they are the people that have been commanded to help you and to provide. Not everybody flows. Not everybody flows. But that is how you know those who have been commanded to help and to be there. Those who flow. One day I was trying to get some pastors to do something and they didn't want to do it. And I told somebody, he said, it's the will of God. It's the will of God. He was surprised that I said that because it was against me. I said, no, it's the will of God. God has not commanded them. Mm. Yeah. God has not commanded them to help yeah. me. Yeah. God has, maybe God has commanded them to be against me. I said, it's the will of God. They were so surprised. So it's the will of God. All my proposals were thrown out. All my decisions were cast away. Everything I wanted to do dearly with all my heart was set aside by these people. And I said, it's the will of God. God has not commanded them. When God commands somebody to, to provide for you, you will not even talk much. You will just be there. And the person will do what you say. You say, can you get water? Say yes. Make food for me, I'll eat first. Okay. So the person is flowing. Don't force yourself too much with people who have God has not commanded. Some of you, you are marrying people God has not commanded to marry you. Some of you at the point you see God has not commanded her to marry you. But you are proposing too much. Too many proposals. God has not commanded. But when God has commanded, it's very easy. 
It will just happen like that. I see God commanding a whole lot of blessings into your life. May you survive at the brook of Cherith. Hey! May you not be buried at the brook of Cherith. May the brook of Cherith just be the beginning of your ministry and your life in Jesus' name. When God sends you on a survival mission, may you survive. How many know that there are some survival missions? God wants to see whether you can survive there. Can you survive? Can you survive? Many of you in the Bible school is just survival. The whole exercise is survival because most of the exams you are writing, you will not remember the things you are you are learning, but just that you have survived. It means you can survive anywhere. I said it means you can survive anywhere. It means you can survive tomorrow. It means you can survive darkness. It can survive anything. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up. And thank God for survival. up your hands. Father, thank you for the places that you have sent us to. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. As you send us, give us a heart of Elijah who will go anywhere, anywhere to do anything, eat anything, anything you say. Hey, Lord, not all of us will eat anything. Give us the grace to survive and to please you. We are thanking you for this great grace and power that is given to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. I want us to receive an offering for healing Jesus' crusade. Amen. Take out an offering. Take out an offering. How many of you have got devil tongues? How many of you can survive? Can you survive? Without complaining? Without saying anything bad? For a long time? Do you know that every time I transfer people, they are not happy with me? All the time. Even after this message. And you see, those who, be, who have to be transferred will not listen to this message. It's true. I cannot remember moving people if I should say perhaps Pastor Robert is one of the examples of people that I can send anywhere without thinking. 
much about his feelings. He's one of the few people. It's true. Almost all the pastors so say, you move here, here. You start to think the wife has opened a hairdressing saloon. The, uh, the, the, the mother has done this. The, the, uh, he has built, built this. He's doing this. You are spoiling his child's education. Something. Almost everybody. It's difficult to send. If I was not hard-headed and harder than the faces of the people, so that when I see the faces, then myself also comes. Because I'm also very hard when it comes to certain things. I will also not back down. I won't back down. Because if you want to spoil the church when I'm dead, you can spoil it. But whilst I'm around, and I know what can be done that is good. I want to do it. Yeah. When the people were sending the troops to uh, invade Europe, when the people were sending the troops to invade Europe, they knew that most of them would die, especially the first ones. <laughs> it's just a matter of overwhelming the guns by physically, I mean by numbers, sheer numbers. That was the only way. And they knew. You know the person you are saying is going to die, is going to suffer, is going to be, have difficulties. I wish more and more and more of us will be sendable, wow. usable, yes. anywhere, anytime under any conditions. People even come for crusades and want to be, live at a certain level. It's sometimes it's difficult even to take some people because it's like you have to treat them as executives and there's nowhere for the executive. There's no executive mansion at the crusade. But there are some people, when you see that they are even in hardship, you don't feel sad. But there are some people, when you see them, that they are in difficulty, you begin to be worried. Is the person angry with you? What are they thinking? I can remember the faces of most, most of the churches where they are doing well now. I remember when I sent them, I remember even their faces. A good example is Pastor Ishmael. When I sent him to Tema, now he's a bishop there. But I remember his face when I sent him from the cathedral. <laughs> Pastor Interpol and Pastor Steve, when I sent them away to Achimota and to where? Sakumono. I remember sending people. You, you, feel, you, you feel like you're almost, but it's like you have to brace yourself. Go, 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 go. <laughs> And then I start praying when I send them that God touch their heart so that their unhappiness does not last long. Yeah. I have to start praying almost immediately. Lord, touch their heart so that the thing that I saw on the face, because me, I read your face, 70% is face before what you say. I don't use what you say. What you say, I mean, I'm too old for that. I'm too old to listen to what you say. I, I go by your face. When I see you, know, I look at your face. And I start scanning. I'm too old to look at, uh, listen to what you say. 
No. All of them. When I was sending Pastor Joel to America, you should have seen him. As if I was removing part of his legs and his arms. I said, from London, UK, go to America. As if I was removing his testicles or some other important, important part of his body. sent from the Kodesh. Go out. Go to here, start a branch. Go here, start a branch. Go here, start a branch. You should have seen their faces. All the time. I'm, I'm not preaching a theory that I don't know about. I'm talking about something real. You send them and then you, you just wonder. Lord, go from here to here. Go from here to here. When I sent Pastor Obi from England, after a while, I realized, I said, I'll send him to South Africa. I never, I never sent him to Kenya. I sent him to South Africa. But after a while, I realized, he said he was going on some exploratory trips. Yes. I realized. You see, when Elijah was sent to the brook of charity, he didn't go for explore, like a, a visit to, to see the place, to survey the land. Feasibility studies and pre-feasibility studies to see how the brook of charity is. Can I make a dam there to provide electricity? <laughs> After a while, I realized he wouldn't go. And later on, the Lord touched him. You see, if God has also not commanded the person, he doesn't flow. I'm preaching a good message, I tell you. I said I'm preaching a very good message. If God has commanded the person, the person will flow. So now when I move people from this department to this department, hey, you should see their faces. If faces could kill, like by now, I'll be the most deadened, dead human being on earth by faces that I've experienced and survived. I've survived the face. <laughs> see the face as if you are touching them. Hey. But in the end, when it works, then they'll say, Bishop, uh, one of the common texts, I guess, is thank you for sending me. Thank you for sending me. If they have to say it because they know how they were when I was sending them. Thank you for sending me. 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 Because you know when I was sending you how it was. It is true. I said, it is true. And some of you, you are unsendable. Say, I don't even bring it up. Have you ever thought why they never select you for possible sending? No, has it occurred to you that there may be something about you that even informs the pastor that God has not commanded you at all? You never bring up such a subject. Put your offering back into your pocket. Or your bag and take out a better one. Uh, you don't have to obey me, you can be there. But I want you to put it back and take out a better one. Uh, you don't have to obey me, you can just keep the same one if you want. Father, bless those that are giving, those that are giving in the second time 
as well. Touch their life. Run about one more time. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.